Now entering Nerdist.com. Thanks for coming in. You know, I would suggest plyometrics. I think plyometrics would really help you. I, I would just, you know, do some... Some, yeah, and don't go out that way. Go out the back way. Uh, tassels, tassels, I'll just, tassels felt a little uncomfortable with you. So I think maybe you might want to go out the window. Uh, but please come back and uh, make another appointment with uh, Tassels uh, using an alternative name. Ah, then welcome back to Cash Withdrawal. This is uh, Cash Levy. I actually, uh, I host the show and I give the therapy that's necessary for those of you that are having withdrawal symptoms. Uh, when I miss another uh, uh, episode of the other uh, show that I do, uh, Cashing In, it's great. I appreciate the listeners. Uh, there's six and a fourth of us, and uh, of course we've got a band. And uh, Tassel's going to send in my next guest. Tassel's, can you? Uh, Tassels, Lawrence Thomas, you're back. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, I I have a feeling you came for alternative yeah, reasons. Well, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, hey, you're part of the reason I'm here. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> I, I, but you've <laughs> but, never heard the pod, the other podcast. Yeah, I didn't listen. You just, yeah, th- thanks, I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> you know, well, I'm not going to lie to a good friend and yeah, don't yeah. listen to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You just, you're just like, I'm not here for that. No, but not. you did want to say hello to me. Yeah, But of then, course. of course, there is the there's, fact you that... Know, there's the unmistakable animalistic drawl that I have the, when I walk past this place Just knowing day. she's in there. Just, yeah, it's a magnet. Just know, do, you just, do you just me. picture the halter top every yes. time? Uh, yes. It was I mean, fashioned together with uh, it old bandanas? It's slow motion. It's... It's lit by the Oscar-winning cinematographer. It's in... Buried in my head like the most beautiful memory ever. Yeah, for those of you that don't remember, uh, uh, Lawrence, because uh, a lot of people just don't listen to this show either. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, Lawrence actually, uh, he, had a, he had a little moment with tassels in uh, Liberia. Liberia. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, she was wearing a, a, a halter top yeah. fashioned together. with, yeah. uh, And he's been thinking about her ever since. He had no idea she was my uh, uh, my assistant here. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I can't get her out of my mind. It's, well, so what did you say this time? Have you asked her out yet? Well, um, she didn't, I bought her, I brought her a present. I b- you bought her a gift. Yes. Really? Yeah. And you just gave it to her? Yeah. Okay. Well, she looked really confused. What was well, it? Well, you know, she, yeah, it was, it was a nice watch. It's a Cartier, <laughs> Cartier watch. I saved, well, I had some money to put away for my daughter's college and, uh, I just, but I saw this watch. Well, I you have was, priorities. Yeah, well, you know, that's I mean, called, that's you know, called priorities. You got to, you got to take a shot. You know, in life, you got to yeah. go for it. Yeah, and I, you know, she, she kind of acted like, you know, she didn't really understand. Yeah, you know, like maybe. Well, time's just a human concept. She seems almost above that. Yeah, I mean, did you consider that she might not even care what time it is because she's on a different plane of existence almost? Yeah, well, I mean, it's a. But it's you know it's nice. It is nice. It's, yeah, that's it's, okay. It's so like it's expensive. Well, how much did that watch cost you? Well, it's like eight thousand dollars. Okay, so it's so a good it's, first gift. It's, yeah, know, good, first. Good, not to you know you don't want to make her uncomfortable, right? I don't want to. <laughs> I'm not trying to force any emotions out of her or anything. But I, 
I felt like in Liberia we had something. Yeah. You know, and that uh Did she did you talk after you gave her the watch or you know, I was like Not too much. Yeah. you know, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was like, uh, thanks. Because you know, we give uh lollipops and popsicles to people as they're leaving. Right. And, you know, your gift a little more substantial. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but I mean when somebody means something to you, I yeah. mean, when you've used that memory over and over in your life in some form or other. You mean in terms of your fantasy life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's part of, I mean, it's kept me going. Yeah. There are many, many times when somebody broke up with me or or my life wasn't working out that it was just me and Flossie late at night and the bandanas. And the tassels. Mean, tassels, too. <laughs> flossy tassels. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why flossy. I think that came. was your nickname for it. <laughs> yeah, that might have, you know. Uh, me and tassels, I mean, that, that memory was, you know, yeah. is what kept me going. Yeah. 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 So. I think people's uh, uh, imagination isn't what it used to be anyway because of, of porn. I think it, it yeah. makes people uh, choose to not imagine right. things. Yeah. And I think your imagination is 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 much more uh, sexually alluring than than what I see in these uh, pornographic. For one thing about these pornographic things, I don't know if you realize this, but it's it's not it's just not that romantic, really. Really, yeah. Uh, well, a lot of the actors and actresses, I don't know if you realize this, but a lot of them are not even uh, married. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, well, they how would they know the emotions? Yeah, exactly, the emotions behind these sexual right. uh, cohabitations. So they're that just they're, uh, they're just engaging. They're like animals. Yeah, just it's it's really for them. It's, 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 it's almost as if it's more about the physical part for them than the emotional part. But no. I'm not built that way. Yeah. No. Um, what I like to do uh, is really kind of get get inside the emotion of the event right. and. Uh, uh, you know, but they're, they're, I mean, look, I, I still love pornographic material because I love the music. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. in it for the music. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and sometimes I just, most of the time I just, I just play in the background and listen to the soundtrack of these people's <laughs> lives. Yes. Uh, because it's done. very lyrical yes. what they're doing. Oh yeah. Um, and the music organic, it, I would say it's organic. Very organic, but to watch it, uh, I generally just put my screensaver on and then listen uh, to these yeah. uh, animals engage in this uh, theatrical uh, event, which we like to call uh, love, love, love. Uh, but they're not married, no. and so, so uh, kind of takes it, it leaves away. me a takes little empty at times. Yeah. yeah. So when I'm doing any kind of a sexual thing with myself, mm-hmm. uh, I often, uh, you know, just fantasize. Yeah. But uh, often about past events. Past. Got well, that. I mean, there you go. That was the tassels. I mean, yeah. I, you know, that's. Yeah. I've gone repeatedly. Repeatedly to that, you know. Where, yeah, you know where you should take her. I think you should take her to the crepe lab. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know what? Uh, there's a restaurant around the corner from our house. Now Lawrence lives right near me in Manhattan Beach, and there's a restaurant right around the corner that has changed names literally thirty times. Oh, like yeah. every now I think everyone has a restaurant like this somewhere near where they live. Don't you think there's yeah. always this location wherever you're going to live? I don't care. You never from, works. You're from you uh, put uh, from Kentucky. Right. Uh, I'm from Northern California, but there's always a place that uh, changes names and changes ethnic uh, cuisine right. over and over again. And you're like, that location will fail. These yes. people obviously no don't what. know that whatever is put there will fail. Now this one's even more extreme though, because the things that have been tried there 
are so ludicrous that I feel like it has to be a money laundering scheme or something. Don't you think? Yes. Do you remember what it was before the crepe lab? The one before the crepe lab was the French Vietnamese? French Vietnamese, but no, there was one in between. It was like King Tutankhamun's falafel gone wild or something. It was ridiculous, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I've never had any kind of urge to walk in there other than to mock them and to say, <laughs> you've made such a big mistake with this location. Apparently, there's no parking. No, no parking there's, whatsoever. You couldn't park. You're going to get towed the minute yeah. you park there. There's no walk-through traffic. No. Uh, it's it's you're a next dead to, zone. You're next to the Vietnamese uh, foot doctor. Yeah. The, the uh, What do you call it when they, they work on your feet? The, yeah. Yeah. So there was, man, Okay, so, so did you go to it when it was the French-Vietnamese place? No. Was the last good, time I was good, in it, it was it really? Yeah, I feel good. bad. Now I was bummed. I was because bummed. They, the, the openers always come out. The people who open it are always on the front stoop with wide eyed enthusiasm. Oh my god, they want it so badly. Yeah. They Here's do. my chance. And now, and and then the King Tutankhamun thing. I didn't go to that version. That incarnation. It only well, lasted how for like three it? months. Yeah, I was like, I don't. These even... people are writing this place out by the month or by the day even. <laughs> it's basically, I think it might be an Airbnb. <laughs> Just straight into a restaurant, right? It's like a no-tell motel. Every town food. has one. I want to know what yours is called. Just tweet me, and I want to know what your weird restaurant that has changed names over and over is called. Because I, I like hearing these kinds of stories from you guys. But uh, from the 6th and the 4th. But here's the thing. The, um, the, the most current one, the Crepe Lab. There's so many problems, I don't know where to start. <laughs> First of all, it seems like it's open 24 hours. Like, that's how bad they want your business. Uh, sometime at who, 4 in the who morning. Who at 2 in the morning is like 4 in the morning? I got to get a crepe. Oh, my God. I got to get one right now. Should I go savory or sweet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've had a crepe. I don't know what it is. My but, children were like, we don't, what are crepes? I'm yeah. like, I don't know. It's kind of a cross between a pancake is it and a, a poor man's? Is it a poor man's pancake? I think it's a rich man's pancake. It's a rich man's pancake. Like, it's thin. Okay. And it's stuffed full of stuff. What yeah. stuffed full of stuff? Yeah, that's like a double. That's that's the Lawrence Thomas <laughs> on the menu. <laughs> what if we go in there? They have a menu item based on you. Yeah. The stuff full of stuff. Stuff full of stuff. Great. That's named after Lawrence. <laughs> the uh... you haven't gone in there. You live right near. It. I live like two like a block away. away, and you've never wandered never over there. Walked in. And you're you're not afraid to eat different. No, foods. no, I eat different foods. I just know that it's why. What if I like it? It's going to be gone in two months. <laughs> what if it's something? What's the risk? Oh, I really love the this risk food. is too much. <laughs> the I'm risk gonna... is too much, right? <laughs> I've got this craving that I will never ever be able to yeah. satisfy. Where else would you ever get a right. crepe yeah. at four in the morning? At four in the morning. No. You, you, they, you, it's it's like. It's like a, a drug dealer right. moving nearby, but you know he's about to move. Exactly. You're not going to get your stash right. yeah. uh, or your fix. Either that or I think it's going to be terrible, and I don't want to go try something terrible. I'm afraid to walk in there. I Yeah, but you know what? I have a feeling it's not just crepes. Oh, by the way, lab. Right. Do you want lab in your name <laughs> yeah. of your... Uh, like, we're just experimenting with the food. The crepe lab by Monsanto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do we want do we want lab? We, we're just we, we don't we call it a lab. But I mean, if you don't like the way it tastes, we'll experiment. We'll we'll fix it. Nothing sounds better than the down hob lab. <laughs> has, there, has there ever been a successful? And I mean, the last one had a crazy name. It really was like Tutankhamun's uh, King's Tut. Uh, tomb, tomb, <laughs> tomb restaurant. It was like it. It was it was weird. I want to eat at the tomb. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that 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 was crazy. I, it's a weird place to live, uh, Manhattan Beach. Yeah. Um, I wanted to tell you a little story about a show uh, here. I'm not going to say where it was, but uh, 
I ate it. You know, we all as comedians, I've been doing this long enough. You're going to eat it. In fact, I use the analogy. Someone told me when I was just starting comedy, I was like, do you ever never eat it again? And he was like, no, and I've, I've said this on the show before, but it's like having a, a, a gun, you're playing Russian roulette. And the, there's more chambers the better you get, but there's always a bullet. Right, yeah. You will oh, eat yeah. it once in a while. The, the scenario sets up where you're just, and I've told you uh, where it just does not work in your favor. Right, where no right. human being was really going to pull it out. There were some things working against me on this one. Yeah. Number one, I've told you, I don't feel that comfortable. I don't really love performing right near my house. Well, I don't think uh, anybody does. I, I, I always feel like there's more at stake. I'm always totally. like, I might have to see these people again. I, I, this exactly. was a place that I actually frequent with my family sometimes. It's a right. you know a place that I enjoy. I didn't want to, you know you. I feel a little bit. I was kind of dreading it all day. You know you, you and it's it's nobody's fault. It's it's a good venue. It's uh, but I but I was sort of like. Uh, a little bit concerned. Um, you know, it's more of a bar format, which always can be the recipe for disaster. Yes. Um, you know, where people might be distracted or just leaving when you get up there. There's a lot of things that can ruin one of these. Uh, and plus, it's a non-paid thing. And right. I often don't feel quite as excited about the possibility of... Uh, it's funny. The more you get paid, actually, the more you have a good opportunity to succeed in this business. It's very interesting. It's like the harder the show is, the less you're going to get financially right, yeah it's because they sense that they sense you're not getting anything and then it, it changes the dynamic the whole thing when you were starting off well we we're kind of a, a almost an a club and we don't know if you can headline here i'm like if i can headline yeah bubba gump shack yeah. and you know, dothan <laughs> alabama i can headline places where people hey. are paying money hey, to see you're comedy. looking at a guy that headlined the opening night at the crepe ladder okay <laughs> exactly. come on <laughs> Uh, right after it was Tootin' Comets. <laughs> Tootin' so, Comets, come on, dude. Man. They did showcases at Tootin' Comets, but Crepe Lab is, is the real deal. Um, so I was kind of dreading it. You know, it's no one's fault. Like I said, nice people involved with it. But I also was in a really kind of a not a great mood. So I show up, and the fellow that uh, books it told me that his girlfriend, had uh, they had broken up two weeks earlier, and he wasn't in very good spirits. And he's a super, super nice guy. And uh, all the comedians seem to be doing quite well, uh, right? <laughs> right? Uh, the, the comedians seem to be doing quite well. They, uh, they all uh, uh, were getting good laughs. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, I get, I'm right in the, the sweet spot in the show. I was like third or fourth. Oh, right? No excuses. Yeah. Went up and uh, got off to a pretty reasonable start. Uh, things seemed to be going okay. Uh, there was one table where they were kind of doing their checks uh, yeah, and they were right. going to leave. And there was another table that seemed uh, uh, a bit a bit distracted with their with their drink orders. It was only about twenty people. I started to get a little frustrated with the situation. And did, I no, did the class you something? Yeah. Did you focus in on the two tables that were? I was in maybe a really bad not mood. Paying yeah. attention. Yeah, yeah. I was really not in a great mood, and it wasn't it wasn't going well enough that it was going to change my mood. Right. And that's the problem. And I started to go downward spiral. <laughs> I started like spiral. I had a couple, two or three new bits that did not work oh, at all, yeah. which is why I was there. And I was just really crestfallen <laughs> about that. And then I just started to get grumpy. And now they're starting to sense it's real. I have some stick where I kind of act like it's the crowd's fault, but really everything's going fine. We both know it. I'm having a pretty good set, but I kind of joke about the crowd a lot and how bad they are. But in, in essence, they really, uh, you know, it really was now not going well right. at all. And But still, I probably could have... I was getting big enough laughs where I could have pulled it out, but then the, the booker comes over and he gives me the light. And you know, sometimes the light feels really early. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're used to going a bit longer. <laughs> right. And I felt very angry. I was just enraged when I saw the light. 
Nothing works better than comedy and rage. I was enraged. <laughs> and I and because they had just started to fade on me, but I knew I could get them back in my brain. I thought that. So I uh, I made the first of many mistakes during the evening. I go, uh, I'm not getting off this stage. <laughs> and he kind of looked at me and I'm like, you can. And I just got so fucking pissed. He's such a nice guy. I go, you could sit the fuck down. I'm not oh, done. Yeah. I'm not done up here. Now, the crowd didn't like that. They yeah. liked him. He was a sympathetic figure to them. He had talked about the breakup earlier. Uh, they didn't <laughs> want to see him ripped on. Now they I, they were already fading on me anyway. They didn't like me. Now they turned. And I had no game plan <laughs> to get them back. So I started trying to riff, and it started to get worse and worse. But now I'm more determined because I've told the booker to sit the fuck down. I'm not getting off. Uh, and it got worse and worse. And I'm now it's just complete silence. <laughs> I have no game plan or whatever. It starts to come back up, and I stop him a second time. And I start and I ask him about the uh, about his uh, about his girlfriend. No. Like, yeah, I asked him about that, and it looked like I was heckling him, but really I was trying to like make something positive out of it. Right. I was like, "Yeah, you, you'll do fine." I'm like, you, "You you you can do better next time." Now I'm not even trying to be funny. It's like oh a, basically God. it's like a, a theater in the. <laughs> In the round? No, it's a, uh, it's a, what's the word where you're not trying to make anyone laugh? Uh, uh, Drama? <laughs> no, no, uh, uh, where you're um, uh, art, artistic, whatever, where, where no one even knows what you're doing. I, I got to think about I how it no is. Idea. It doesn't matter. It's a lot like this podcast. <laughs> experimental so, uh, theater. Yeah, experimental theater thing. That's really what it was becoming. I, again, tell him I'm not going to get off. He's getting upset. And uh, I was... I had no idea what to do. So I just stood there for about 30 minutes, 30 seconds, 30 minutes, 30 seconds. <laughs> but total it seems like 30 minutes. Total silence. Just, you didn't say anything? I just, because I was just, I had lost the will to speak. I was so pissed. And wow. I just stood there, just kind of stared everyone down. And then I think that my closer was, fuck this. And then I got, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm done. And so he comes back up and grabs the mic, right? <laughs> and, and, I hate giving up, but there was time constraints, and I was like, "This is only going to get worse." Yeah. You're not. Let's be real. You're not. You, you, you don't have time time. to pull yourself out of this death spiral. He's, he wants you to get off, and they know it, and they now are angry with you. I had just gone thirty, forty-five seconds <laughs> to complete silence, just staring at them. So I get off. I give him the mic, and you know, he 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 goes, "That's that's cash levy." No one claps, <laughs> and uh, everyone hates me. People are like, okay, right? I go to the back of the room. And he goes, yeah, I mean, funny thing, uh, he'll, you know, two weeks from now, he'll call and beg me to get back on the show. <laughs> and I was like, I felt like I'd been kicked while I was down, but he was just trying to get a laugh and right. back on it. But at the time I was like, so I go, I go, uh, 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 I'll go, I, I would never ask you to come back to this shitty show or something like that. Right. I yell that oh, at him. Right. No. And then he goes, and then he goes, well, you begged me to be on this one. And again, he's just trying to cover himself. I understand that. But I had not begged to be on that particular right. show. So I, I, I go, no, I, I, that's bullshit. I started like yelling at him. <laughs> I was like, I'm, explaining the, the, I, I'm, I'm like, that's bullshit. I'm like, I've never begged to be on this show. <laughs> uh, you know, and uh, so he gets off stage and then it, the crowd just hated me. Right. Oh so he gets God. off stage and he goes to the other side of the room. And now I'm waiting to like have a confrontation with him. Like, I'm like, why don't I get in a fight at the end of this? <laughs> no. Right. Because I mean, I just said, yeah. If you're going to end it with, I have a the great next, story. The next comic goes up and spends the first, I don't know, 10 minutes just ripping on me. And the crowd loves it, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, wow, you guys seem like a really good crowd. Maybe it was his fault, right? Everyone's, you can see, yeah, the crowd's going nuts, right? And I'm feeling worse and worse. 
I finally talked to the guy, and I go, yeah, I just felt like you kind of kicking me when I was down with the whole, like, you know, he'll beg to come back thing. And he's like, Cash, I, I say that every, every time after you get off. You have that shtick where it's not going so well, but, you know, uh, you know, and I always say that. And, it all, and I'm just trying to run a show and get a laugh after a pretty tough set. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> and the problem was he was so pissed at me. He didn't really accept my apology at first. He just walked away. I'm like, really, man? I'm, I'm sincerely sorry. And so he walked away. So then I went home. Then I stood around for a while because I, I was thinking it's like a, a, a player that's had a bad game. And you're not gonna. You're supposed to like f- meet the, you know, face the music. Face the music. Yeah. But the problem was, I I stick stuck around, but no one would talk to me. <laughs> and 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 also, every comedian is dedicating their entire set to how shitty I am. <laughs> <laughs> and then I walked over to 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 the bar and saw you, and uh, and you, you look shell You were too busy to to talk, and I'm like, just go home. So I walked home and I, I wrote the guy an apology, and he's a very nice guy. Accepted my apology. It was 100 percent my fault. But have you ever? What's the worst you've ever eaten it? Oh my god! Because this was bad. This was like really bad. I do this. I do this bit about when somebody starts talking to me. I've been opening for D.L. Hughley all week. Okay, and I was doing great, man. Yeah, they was yeah. like, "You're great," you know. Yeah. La la la. Well, the Friday night second show, the crowd is crazy, and I do this mm-hmm. thing where if somebody's talking, I'll go, "Hey, well, I used to do it." This was twenty years ago, so yeah. I would go, "Hey, well, if you want to fight, we'll fight. I don't care." We'll get in a big fight. It'll spill out in the middle of the street out there. The television show cops will show up, and they'll find a table of black people in here to arrest, you know. And, well, the whole room's full of black people. And I thought, well, this will kill. I've been killing all week. It totally killed the room. I did not get another laugh. <laughs> and I walked up. I mean, my family was there because it was like. Where was it? It was at Zany's in Nashville. Uh-huh. And I've been, like I said, I've been doing yeah, great all week. Sure. And I walk into the green room. And DL and his entourage are in there, and they start making fun of me. You went to the, you went to, you got to make black people like you first. You can't start yelling shit like that in the first five minutes of your set. I mean, I did not. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't throw anything at me. No, I mean, no, no. We're, we're, the crowd, it's not just that they're not laughing, they dislike Oh, yeah. They, they they're want angry you with you. They're mad. Yeah. yeah. You've ruined their evening. Yeah. This is yeah. bullshit, you know. I don't want to, you know. I can't deal with it, you know. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it's terrible. It's the worst feeling because if you're in a band, you can just start playing the guitar, okay? Guitar solo, you can't hide behind, right? You can't behind, can't hide behind the play that I'm performing in socks. You can't hide, you know. There's nothing. It's just you, and you're out there, and they've got. <laughs> so you might as well be in a firing squad. Well, you know what's funny about it though is it. It actually, it's more. When it does go badly like that, it it's more stunning because after the years you've gotten you've developed some skills to avoid it. Yeah. And when it does happen, it doesn't happen as often, obviously, almost ever. But maybe once a year or something, you get a, an incredibly bad one. Um, where, and you're more shocked, I think, than you would have been in your first year or two of doing this because you're right. like, I didn't think I could ever. It could yeah. ever get this bad. I might, you know, and then you completely lo- lose the will to speak, practically. Yeah. And you just start heckling the booker. Now, and just you, tell him that's bullshit. Oh, you yeah. Know, so. 
But the thing is, thinking that also you build it up in your mind. The reason it goes so bad is when it starts to go bad, you're like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. And so you tell yourself it's a lot worse, and then your anger. If the, you show the, if you show the anger, yeah, they don't want to see. Your they anger. don't want to see. They never that, unless your it's anger. that you know that anger at society or the anger at the situation. They don't want to see that you're angry with them, man. Well, and that's the thing. I, that's the problem with booking. You're, you're doing something in your backyard. I really do think that that was, you know, six miles away. Uh, it all just rolls off me, and I I end up finishing strong because yeah. I'm like, as it starts to go poorly, I just pull it out. It's, you, you don't care. You're like, I'm not going to see these people again. There's something about it where you know them. Well, I mean, everybody around here is like, how yeah. can we never see you do stand-up around here? I go, because I don't want you to see me do stand-up. Yeah. I go, you want to come see me? Come see me in Pasadena yeah. where there'll be five people I know instead of a hundred people yeah. I know. yeah. Yeah. You know, and you're all walking, looking at each other, judging me. Well, he's pretty funny behind the bar. I don't see how he's so funny here. <laughs> I don't know what's so funny about that Jesus thing he just did. Blah, blah, blah. You know, they're looking at you. And, yeah, you don't want a room yeah. full of people you know. Yeah. There was a, there was a, I was watching uh, ESPN last night, and the Giants were playing the Cubs. Carl Ravitch, uh, who I've always enjoyed, uh, he's a baseball guy on ESPN. But he, he, he's, he's doing this interview with Buster Posey. And his first question was, he goes, you know, you were really uh, funny in those Toyota commercials. And, uh, you know, um, you don't seem like a very funny guy for, in real life. He's like, uh, do you think you're funny? And it was just like, you, you, had, you had a week to come up with these questions. Uh. It's just the rudest thing to say. So when Buster was great, he was like, yeah, you know, I think my friends uh, probably think I'm funny and think you're going to have to get to know me, but I guess that's up to everybody's opinion or something. But he was uh, he was, he was, was more cool about it than I would have been. If I ever got a uh, household name famous and I'm as good at my job as he is at his, yeah. I'd be like, just I'm going to stop the interview right here. You're a rude motherfucker. Yeah. What the fuck are you? And I, I like Carl Rivers, but like, what, the f- what kind of fucking question is that? Well, that's somebody not prepared why are you for the job. That, why are you saying that? Why are you yeah. asking me that? Yeah. How is that not rude? You don't see that. I don't know. It's totally rude. I, mean, I know he's not known as... I mean, I guess you know he thinks to himself, well, an athlete wouldn't care if I ripped on him not being funny. Who, would not, who wants to hear that they're yeah. not funny? How is that ever going to be a good way to start <laughs> yeah, an interview? That's a, that's a good ridiculous. trick. You know, I put that on my uh, dating profile. Yeah. I'm not very funny. <laughs> not very funny. I know. <laughs> Fat, small penis. That's but what other makes that, I'm good. stand up somewhat hard is that everyone feels that they have a good sense of humor. Right. And, and uh, that's one thing I love about, uh, and that's what makes it hard to do a stand up. People are like, I make my friends laugh. Yeah, that's why they're your friends. Right. They, uh, <laughs> that's how we choose our friends. I, I'm going to hang out with someone that doesn't think I'm funny. Right. Um, but uh, I, did I tell you about the corporate gig in Houston? No. Where I did, it was an imposter gig. No. Uh, where they hired me to be an imposter, where I'm supposed to act like I'm a consultant with the company. And I get up and I'm, I'm disgruntled in the middle of the meeting. And I, I raise my hand and be like, I, it was my turn to talk, you know. And, and they let me go up and give <laughs> suggestions. And then I go into my set that way. Okay. And I always try to argue against this kind of thing. Because I always go, you know, I, you know, these practical jokes are really fun for the three people that know they're going on. And then the rest of the people are confused. And all it does is kind of hurt me a little bit as I start my set because I have dug this hole of confusion. Right. Where, you know, um, but if, you, you know, he's like, well, I really want to do it. Okay, let's, let's do it. We'll do it. Uh, I'll try to make it funny. And uh, so I, it, it's three different companies. Uh, one's from Norway. So some of the people don't speak very, you know, you know fluent English. Uh, the other two companies are from Texas. And they're all going to build this giant oil platform or something. In any event, I, uh, 
I, I, I just as we had rehearsed, I, I, I rise up, uh, you know, at the end of the meeting, I'm like, I, I got something to say. I've been listening to this all day. Time for me to talk. And, and instead of him accepting the offer as improvisational, you're supposed to do say yes. And right. Right. He, he goes, well, he acted like he didn't know who I was. <laughs> and, and see, this is a real problem now. And I could tell right away because people are like getting scared. Right. They think I'm this disgruntled ex-employee or something. Yeah, and this is in and, Texas. And in Texas, and <laughs> and uh, people are really nervous, and I, so I try to go even further over the top. I like spill some water, and I like fall down on the way to the stage. I'm like, I just think we need to get this hired out, right? <laughs> but it's just making like people are freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, and so I get, the, I grab the mic. He's still acting like he doesn't know who I was, and then they all oh. leave, and and I grab it, and I see securities coming in from both sides of the room. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to get shot, right? I'm you like, say you're lucky you did it with a dart in your neck. <laughs> <laughs> so I did do something smart. I was like, the, the zaniest thing I had written was like, um, you know, I was going to give my recommendations. Right. And I was like, I'm going to move the zaniest thing up front, uh, joke-wise. I was going to ease into it, but I was like, uh, uh, you know, we got some people from Norway here. I would suggest to make them feel more comfortable. Uh, we... Uh, uh, blow a Viking horn before every meeting, uh, just to make them feel at ease. Oh, beep, 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 beep. And they start doing it. I'm like, beep, 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 beep. And they start, I'm like, do it with me. And then they kind of knew I was joking. But, uh, and then the people started to pull back the uh, security. But afterwards, everybody said they were like, "Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I have a gun in my truck, and I was thinking of going to get it." Like someone was like, "You almost got clotheslined as you walked past me." I mean, people almost be I, I almost got. Can you imagine getting shot at a corporate gig? That's that's the way it all ends. That's the worst. I just I really don't want to die in a really embarrassing oh way. Oh my god! It's one of the big reasons I don't do hardcore drugs. I don't want to die in an embarrassing way. Yeah, on the on like Elvis dying on the toilet, man. Is it because he was on drugs and he died on the toilet? Yeah, because I've never understood it, why that's so embarrassing. Because it makes you, you can't poop. Yeah. And so he blows his heart up trying to go to the bathroom with his pants around his ankles. Wait, what would make you not be able to poop? Drugs. Oh, okay. Okay. So they, they, they I've never taken up. those. Well, <laughs> those those particular between, ones. When I lost tassels in Liberia, I had a dark moment in my life where. <laughs> Dark moment. It seems like it's been about 20 well, years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's been a while. And sometimes I've t- turned to chemical comfort. And I know a few things. Yeah, don't judge yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> but don't you think it was unfair? I think, if, isn't it your obligation if you find a loved one's dead body to 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 fake it and act like they were not, like to, to salvage their legacy? And like, yeah. if whoever found them on the toilet, shouldn't they have pulled them off so they found them peacefully? Oh, I think it was bed? on the floor in between the. Toilet in the door, actually. Okay. But yeah, I mean, how you, he weighed 350 pounds by that. Oh, did he? Yeah, he was big. Yeah. How okay. you going to salvage that? Drag okay. him through, drag a dead, naked Elvis throughout yeah. Graceland. Yeah, you can't, you and can't. cover him with a it's, snuggie. It's you lift him back into the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you got three guys. That's the, the side of Weekend at Bernie's. They didn't show you. <laughs> Trying to hoist fat Elvis. Got a block and tackle attached to the ceiling. You know? Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> uh, the director's cut. The director's cut. Like you know, they should have a director's cut of that. Yeah. You can't, you can't drag a, a naked Elvis uh, without being noticed. Hmm. I do worry though. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. What would be the most embarrassing thing? I would. Um, Well, uh, cheating on your wife uh, in bed with a hooker—that wouldn't be a good one. Not good. That's never good. 
Yeah, I, you do sort of the punchline of a joke. Although I do think our legacy is a little. The idea that we have a legacy is a little bit over. There is no legacy after fifty to a hundred years. No one cares. No one's going to know who. I mean, even even Elvis, two hundred years from now, no one's going to care how he died or what he did. People, six, not many people will listen. Besides uh, uh, Shakespeare, he, he had, is the he, guy. He, well, he he seems to have his legacy seems to have lasted a little yeah. while. Uh, Jesus, Jesus, he's made it work for a while. Who else? Buddha. Buddha. Very few people have had a legacy that lasts for. This Muhammad long. guy seems Muhammad? to be affecting the earth a lot lately. Muhammad, uh, Carl Ravitch. He's, <laughs> uh, he's a funny guy. Uh, I've always liked uh, his work. Mark but, yeah. Skippy Price. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough. Uh, and he's not even dead, but yeah. people are worried about but his the legacy. The idea that we're. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to get into the. I really am starting to think. I don't want to get too mystical here. All right. But when you look at an aspen tree. Right. Um, it's attached to all those other trees. You, you see the, the top part. All the roots are connected. Yeah. Uh, well, an aspen forest, it's basically like a, a plant where all the roots are connected. So you've got, you know, 300 trees, but really they're the same organism. And that's why they all turn yellow at one time and you see them blaze in the middle of a mountainside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you pee on one, the other ones get upset. You, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, um, I think I think we're more like that when we realize. I'm talking about all uh, creatures. All creatures or we're, all we're humanity? All, humanity and creatures, uh, the, the entire universe, we're, it is all connected. When, when one thing dies, it creates another thing. We don't just die. We, our, our energy goes off into, uh, you know, we become different things. You know, I don't know if you believe in direct reincarnation, but... You know, where you become a different person 10 days later, whatever. I don't necessarily necessarily believe that. Heaven can wait where they put you right into a quarterback's body. Exactly. That's a different thing. But the the aspen trees, I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, when you die, your body becomes... There's still the physical component of what uh, has has died, and it decays, and it becomes part of the ground, it becomes part of the earth, it becomes rain, then it comes down again. We uh, reformat our bodies in a certain way, so that thousands from years from now, hundreds of thousands, maybe we become something else. But it's a cycle of things. It so doesn't you, just disappear. So right here today, you have just blown away all deities, and it's all, this, you're a Wiccan. This was what I was talking about during that comedy show when people lost interest. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have no idea. Nobody, nobody was I don't laughing. know why they weren't laughing. And you could just hear the blender in the background. Yeah. On my set list, it was called Aspen Tree. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, and I said... It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work. At one point, I said, I go, I, this is, I think, the part where I snapped. I go, uh, uh, I, go I, I can hear the... Uh, uh, I, I, I think I said something like... Uh, I don't want to say it's not going, but I can I can hear a uh, a foghorn uh, <laughs> in Marina del Rey, and it was, and it, but still no one laughed, and I was like, what, really? And then you know, I started going the downward spiral. I'm like, I can hear the 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 waves. It sounds like there's a good set down there. Um, in any at, event, at that point though, you could have told the most well crafted yeah, joke ever written, and it would have just, yeah. it was just. The wheels were coming off, and oh, they were yeah. looking at you know. Oh yeah. my God, how can we save this? Well, and We've I just come across and again, a and I actually body. cared, and they yeah. could see that, and that's yeah. no good. You never want to see them. They should never see you care, right? You know, 
uh, my best, the best advice my dad ever gave me when I was starting comedy or, or at any point in your life, even before that, he always would say, uh, it, it, however you're feeling, um, confidence wise, fake it, act yeah. like you're feeling confident. Yeah. Uh, it'll always help. And he said, by faking things, often you end up, um, actually uh, believing those things. You, they become true oh, yeah. by faking things. Uh, that's that's the secret of our friendship. I faked it for quite a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now it's it. true. Now I actually like you. <laughs> what time I felt you feel on it. I was like, <laughs> he thinks I care. <laughs> this is terrible. It really is true, though. You start you you, you fake things for long enough, and then uh, um, eventually they become truth. So if you if you faked smiling all the time, eventually you'd feel yeah. happier. It's a weird theory, but it, it, there's some truth to it. In any event, I wasn't feeling confident in that moment, <laughs> hearing the blender. <laughs> hearing the... <laughs> Who's having the margarita? <laughs> oh, man, that's terrible. So in any event, uh, how's everything else going? we gotta, we got we to gotta move along on the show here. Um, we, the band really gets upset when I don't use them enough. So uh, um, let me just do this. I love that. I think I stumbled into this tent at Coachella. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Uh, the Cash Withdrawal Sextet, I, I, a lot of people have them on vinyl. Yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, I stumbled across this uh, used uh, bookstore, and in back there was a rack of old Cash, cash Withdrawal Sextets, um, best, uh, greatest hits, and uh, picked it up. And uh, those guys were pissed because they feel like they're not done yet. They're yeah. like, this is way too premature. You know, Drake with them. Yeah. He wants to take them. He wants to represent them. Oh, take them out cool. on tour. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. I believe my father had one of the old cylindrical wax recordings of the sex stuff. <laughs> really? You know, yeah, you had to put it on the crank. <laughs> had the big bellows coming out. There's yeah. a dog listening to the bell. Yeah. 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 yeah I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> that'd be a good. That'd be a good gift. Yeah, yeah, a little more low key than the than the, uh, than than the, the watch. Cartier watch. Than the watch. Well, yeah. um, what are you thinking about uh, uh, marriage and, and spouses and stuff? Because here's something that's starting to bother me. Everybody is. Everyone that gets a divorce says the same thing. Or was like, well, the good thing is we got one good thing out of the marriage. Those two great kids, and she's she's a terrible wife, but I'll tell you, she's a great great mother. Yeah. <laughs> Now, yeah. why is that? Why is it? I find that really improbable that every single person on earth is a great mother and father. Uh, I find that very improbable. It's a well, it's an impossibility. How come no one then ever says uh, he's an amazing husband, a terrible dad, but great husband? I'm glad I married him. I don't, they, a, I don't think they want to admit that they made you know a horrible mistake that they brought children in the world with. This terrible person, you know. <laughs> you know, guess what I did? <laughs> well, I got drunk, I married this guy, and I had sex with the BTK killer. You know, but he's a good dad. <laughs> you know, yeah, you have to you have to cover. Yeah. You have to cover no but plus But are they lying to themselves or are they a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have to be. I yeah. mean you have to lie to yourself some or you're like, oh, what the heck did I just do? Yeah. What did I? What huge mistake have I made? Holy God! I hope they don't mess up the whole world. These kids that I brought in the world with this crazy person. Because there are bad, there are totally. bad parents. Yeah, but the good thing is, is there's always going to be parents 
that make you look good. Somebody's always going to leave. Well, so you're, you're, you're finding the silver lining in the yeah, best. There's always going to be yeah. somebody leaving a kid into a, in a car while they party in a motel. Right. You know, there's always, you can go, hey, but I'm not that guy. That's true. You know? Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. Not like I didn't feed them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's, I mean, not all the time, but I mean, not, not, it was mainly Twinkies, yeah, but I, mean, I fed yeah. them. They, they, yeah. they didn't, know, they never went hungry. Yeah. Of course, they weigh 700 pounds in the fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> They're so fat. Their glasses are now, their eyes and cheeks have grown around their glasses and they can't even take them yeah. off. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I think there's something. It's amazing the qualities and- that made my wife so terrible. Didn't transfer at all into the motherhood. <laughs> right. She's a wonderful mother. Yes. All the terrible all qualities. All the selfishness. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't show when she's yeah. You yeah. Know, not, par- not yeah. parenting her children. Uh, the only exception is um, the, the dads that, that um, you know, disappear and never, you know, for 15 years. I, I mean, like, go to another country or whatever, right. state, and they never check back in again. Yeah. Those ones... Uh, the 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 wife will say, "Oh, he's a terrible husband and father." But right, but, but then, their, like we, yeah. then their kids will be great artists and writers and songwriters. Yeah, know, all that tension and yeah, because sadness fuels sadness great fuels art. creativity. Yeah, they say. Yeah, I don't know who yeah. they are, but they yeah. say it. I mean, the list of people that are the the happy great artists. Yeah, uh, that's a short list. Yeah, I'm talking the best artists of all time type thing. You know. Yeah, Van Gogh, not a happy fellow. No, no, he didn't. Uh, his ear off. But he was a heck of a father. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, yeah. a lot of people great. don't mention. Yeah, yeah, how good a father he his was. His fatherhood. Yeah. Uh, in fact, somebody gave me this. Uh, somebody gave me this at a comedy condo. Uh, Bill Cosby fatherhood. Fatherhood. And my friend got it at a secondhand store. He wrote, to Cash, I know you're an amazing dad already, but we could all use some advice from a fellow comedian from time to time. Love, Mike. Uh, <laughs> it was a pretty funny gift, and it's a, it's, it's a hardback version of fatherhood. Uh, but who's to say he was a bad father? Right. Uh, just, you know, had a few questionable ethical uh, things that hopefully he didn't pass along to his children. Right. If you're not teaching your kids and telling them what you're yeah. doing, then... Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I told you to be a good person. Yeah. Now what I was doing, so yeah. he was a good dad. Speaking of ethics, you you uh, we went down to the to the wire the other night. We Lawrence and I played this uh, poker game. Uh, it was a friend of ours' birthday party, yeah. and it was uh, uh, there were twenty two people to start the game or something. <laughs> right. And it, it it went down. We played six and a half hours. Six and a half hours. And I. Had no interest in playing for six and a half hours, no. Be- especially once I found out uh, that the pot was. Uh, <laughs> I made a little bit below minimum wage. <laughs> he came down to Lawrence and I at the end, and Lawrence beat me. Um, and uh, you made ninety dollars, and I made thirty dollars. <laughs> That's a, I made two dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah. You know, That's do, not do a you remember payday. what I beat you with? Uh, what the hand was? It was two threes. I have no idea. Yeah, it was two threes. And that, that's almost as embarrassing to talk about <laughs> as... Uh, as the meltdown. But you have to understand, people, I was running out of chips, and I had to just take a guess. I had a, a, 
I think I had a, a, a queen and a yeah. five or something, and I was like, I, I only have two hands left. I better guess that this one's going to work Got to push. Yeah, there was nothing left to do. But, but uh, after a poker, a, a long poker game, it should be a big memorable thing. <laughs> we were just yeah, like, no. oh, okay, my God, go. I'm so let's tired. Go. Let's go. Let's go. It, it's, it was, yeah, it was not, it wouldn't have made a great movie. I got to tell you that right now. <laughs> Yeah, this is a great place for us to uh, take your masker questions and uh, and answer them because I always have more than I can uh, can use on the other show. So um, you guys send some really great questions, and I'm just going to uh, tackle a couple of them with you. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, I can't find uh, any good ones yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're just leaping off the page. <laughs> I have them, like, written down here. Um uh, is it appropriate? This is a Greg Mote who writes, is it appropriate to use the term Baker's dozen when referring to an amount of people that have died? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, Isn't it, it puts me, it's more of an uplifting way to do it. Right? right. I think it would make it a lot easier on the news to take. If Tom Brokaw's or anyone, a baker's dozen people died today in Fallujah <laughs> when a roadside bomb went off. It really was. <laughs> yeah. A baker's dozen. It's more colloquial. Yeah. It's, it gives a little, you <laughs> well, know. Yeah, down home news. How many died? <laughs> well, it was a baker's dozen. Pert near. <laughs> How many people? Pert near 13 died. <laughs> no. Wait, I don't get that. What do you mean? Pert near? You never heard that? that? I haven't heard that one. Almost. Oh, almost. <laughs> Pert near. Yeah. You know, get a little colloquial. Yeah, there, yeah. yeah. Down home news. Yeah. And, no, I like that a lot. I think that's uh, something I'll use in the future yeah. when I'm mentioning people that have died. Yeah. Um, a bunch of people died on Everest yeah. uh, already this year, uh, which happens when you, you know, when you climb uh, uh, that high into the sky. <laughs> you know? It's really burning me. I need to get up there. Yeah, I think people have less sympathy for that now than almost yeah. anything. Yeah, and and I I feel terrible if you know someone that that you know, no one deserves that, but but I think a lot of us are feeling. We kind of do. I, I don't. I don't. I think what's bothering me about it is the is the Sherpa element that you're having these people carry your stuff right. up. I, yeah. It's not. It's not noble anyway. If you had to have that, and I understand it's an extremely difficult thing, but you're. You're having these these people all help you. They're human it's, mules well, up to the top, and and you're you're getting the final glory at the top, where everyone can see a picture of you with a, a mean, flag or whatever. And it's like you kind of you, you did it. It's it's very selfish. Mount if you Everest have a family, is, and yeah, a, it's now it's like dunking a basketball using a mini tramp on an eight foot rim. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like well, no, but it's did still you hard. really do it? Yeah, it's if, still if hard. You, I mean, yeah. yeah. You, but you're right. You've you, got people lugging your stuff up. It's not like... You have oxygen masks, oxygen which you just throw. Masks. You just throw, you throw your canisters all over the place. Over the place. You know, you're shitting all over right, the place. Yeah. You're, you're on drugs. You've yeah. got... Uh, you know, it's, it's, you've got all kinds of different medicine you're taking. You also live at the base camp forever. Right. So you're used to the altitude. Acclimate. You know, uh, you've got... Now, this 16. is all coming from a fat guy that's going to stop halfway up the hill back to his apartment. <laughs> Well, yeah, but, but the, yeah, but the question isn't: is it hard? The question is: is it is it 
Is it the same? That's no. the thing. Like, you know, there are a lot of things that are hard. Yeah. It's hard to get a good uh, crepe at yeah. four in the morning, but now we can. Now. You know? <laughs> that's, right? that's who we ought to But work. once the crepe lab closes, uh, there's going to be not crepes for everybody at four in the morning. That's when you really would have to brag yes. about getting crepes. Yeah. You know, I, I get crepes at 4 a.m. I drove to Inglewood to the, the crepe house. <laughs> <laughs> not the, the lab? The crepery. <laughs> the crepe papery? Mm. Uh, yeah, so, but I think, yeah, in, in any event, you're right, you're right. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not as, it's, it's, it's still hard, it's diminished. Um, Hollis Moore writes, which is best, the devil you know, the devil you don't, or the minor demon with whom you have a nodding acquaintance? <laughs> which is worse? Yeah. Oh. The minor demon with whom you have a nodding acquaintance. Do you have a not? Do you have a a, a a minor demon? I don't know that I have a minor demon. Um, well, I, yeah, I only have a major demon. It's uh yeah, I don't have a minor one. Uh, yeah, so I think it's I think it's the latter. Yeah, I don't even know what that <laughs> means, really, really. <laughs> I mean, really, I don't know what I'm. The talking major about. demon's Nancy Grace. She's an evil, evil person. Yeah, yeah, she's. Is that the blonde lawyer lady? Yeah, she's terrible. She's terrible. Is it? it Sean Comets writes: Is it less embarrassing to get healthy food stuck in your teeth than junk food? No, junk food's actually usually some sort of beige that can mix into the color of your teeth and gums. Healthy yeah. food's always green and bright. Yeah, and it's like, what is that? Yeah, I actually think it's worse. Yeah, it's more embarrassing to have healthy food stuck yeah. in your teeth. Oh yeah, well, I mean the, the worst, the worst, the biggest reason to not eat leaves, yeah, is well, to have them is that they taste bad. But secondarily, <laughs> <laughs> to not have them stuck, yeah, in your teeth, yeah, it's terrible. What is that? What do you, what do you like? Have a grow house? <laughs> yeah, you have like a grow light in your face. We've talked about this. No, no one eats salad because they want to. No, there's oh no. Oh my gosh, give me a great salad. No, no, no one's no one on death row for their yeah. final meal of a wedge, <laughs> right? No one, no one does it because they want to. I don't like it when people act like they like salad. I really dug into a good salad. Yeah, no, it's really? always the bad stuff that's on the salad yeah. that made you survive yeah. it, and that's all you're doing. You're surviving it. Yeah. Um. So. Um, Let's see. Uh, okay. Dr. Leviathan writes, when insulting someone, is it more offensive to compare them to a deadly disease or a less serious one? Is it question. more insulting? Yeah, if you're going to say you're like the pl- Black Plague or you're, well, I don't know what you, you, you compare it with. I think disease. it's more diminishing for a lesson. Like you're like halitosis. Yeah. <laughs> But if you're calling somebody the black plague, well, that okay. means that's more. Okay. You could say about someone, he's a cancer in the clubhouse. Right. Okay. What if you were to say. But at least that gives him some gravitas. What if you were to say, he's a, he's a syphilis in the dugout. <laughs> or a, uh, uh, what's another like. Shingles. <laughs> he's like having shingles. <laughs> he's like having shingles in the dugout, in the clubhouse. I think the cancer is worse, but the 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 lesser is more diminishing. Like you don't even really matter. So mm-hmm. it depends on how you go with it. That yeah, guy, that guy's like having a hangnail. Just always there. Yeah, I don't think of the hangnail as a as a disease. Well, I mean, you haven't been around my people. 
<laughs> who are they? Who are your people? Uh, you know the the people with the, I don't even know what that is. The people with the hangnails. Then uh, there's a whole tribe of hillbillies that have bad nourishment, and it's really affected their what is it, the creatine in their body, and so their toenails yeah. tend to grow underneath the skin. Okay, hangnails. Okay, yeah. So if you call someone a hangnail, <laughs> I have no idea. You could call someone a hangnail. I don't. I don't know if I'm calling people names of diseases anyway. I no. think that's the one thing I'm confused about. What disease do we call each other? Do people? You go. You're a. Yeah. All I've heard is you're a cancer. You're a cancer. You're. A, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. only one. Yeah. So I think maybe it would be better to call. You know, it's more unique to call. You know, you're a. a chicken pox. Yeah. You're the Scarlatina of the clubhouse. <laughs> We've been taking the kids over to this uh, skating rink, and there's a roller it, or ice 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 rink. There's an ice rink over there uh, where the Kings play, oh, yeah. and there's a, a video arcade. And we were just talking about Sherpas. There's a there's a kid that he never plays. He's this uh, tall uh, Asian gentleman who's probably about twelve. But he's always there, and he'll come over and help you with any game and tell you like which oh you got to do, you got to push the thruster here and you'd be like yeah I would I would choose uh, I I would choose the uh, um, you know the Florida uh, like one, one of them's a driving game where you get right. to choose where it's going to be like I choose Florida it's the flattest terrain. <laughs> you know, he's like really like, but I've never seen he's him play. Studying, but he's not. Yeah, he's studying. He's like a he's like a video game Sherpa. You know? he you he's got a very that. interesting guy. And then he's like, he's always there. He's always instructing, but I've never seen him play. And then at some point you always look over and he's just disappeared. Like you're like, he's just a, <laughs> not to another machine. Just gone. He's just gone. It's it like, he's a figment you. of your imagination. Maybe he must be haunting the place. That's... And there's this other girl that hangs out there that she, she, uh, plays those claw games and she gives away the stuffed animal. She just plays it for pleasure. That's her thing. Yeah. My thing is the claw. Yeah. Wow. I've never, yeah. I didn't even know anybody ever wanted those things. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you can perfect that game, but she always wins. How many quarters has she spent? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. She had to go through tons of money. Yeah. To learn to do that. Yeah. Unless she was a savant. She just has, connects with the claw. Yeah. She sees through the, what is the apex in the middle of a claw? The beak of the octopus, the metal octopus. <laughs> she sees through that, and she sees her eyes plunge down into the <laughs> the soft mass of things, and she sees her pull it out. Yes, I have victory. And then it's very hollow and shallow, so she gives the pro- the present away. Right. She's only there for that moment of ecstasy. Yeah. And then she looks over, and the sherpa's gone. The sherpa's gone, and it's yeah. all sad. She's given us like a baker's dozen of <laughs> stuffed animals. Dozen. Hey, Lawrence, thanks for coming. Hey, man. It was Thank so fun. Uh, say hi to Tassels on the way out and try to ask her on a date or something. Okay. Okay? I think I and we'll, on the next time you come in, we'll find out what happens if you're able to take her out. Okay. Cool. Yeah, thanks for coming by, buddy. Thanks. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 